welcome, welcome. Welcome to the second edition of um, Fly Talk. My name is Fly Ty. You here with the fly guy, rebel, the poet, or rebel poet. You know what I mean? Welcome, man. Um, we just gonna jump right in, man. I don't, I don't, I don't beat around the bush, man. This is one of the dopest poets I've ever had the uh, pleasure of experiencing. Um, I mean, I've I, I ran into a, quite a few. Uh, this dude is dope. The mind is dope, you know. So it was, it was my pleasure that he agreed to come on the show and have a a real deep personal conversation. You know how we do on the fly talk. We don't hold no. Hold no punches we let it all swing man i put my emotions yeah. and i put my uh sincerity on the bag and i mean on the table and we just take it from there man it's not scripted this is our thing we live in the life man we telling the truth we live in the life um say something to the people brother that's dope yo um it's 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 an honor to be here thank you man for uh extending the invitation uh, I see you doing your thing. I'm proud of you, man. It's been a minute uh, since I see you and we've been kind of um, in the same space. But, um, you know, I, I see you and I acknowledge you. Um, happy MLK Day. Uh, you, you know, long live, um, I, you know, um, MLK. And um, I want to say that, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm all for the convo. You know, especially something like this that engages so many um, necessary aspects of um, of things that aren't really uh, spoken about, you know. Word. So, um, yeah, man. So everybody know what this is about, man. I'm the fly guy, fly tie on the fly talk. First love yourself is not an arrogant statement, man. I'm encouraging everyone to do as I try to do. And when I when I fall short on my days of uh, struggle, I run into good people like Brother Rebel and uh, Brother Rebel. I like that. That's sick. Brother Rebel. Right. I run into good people like him and uh, many other people across across uh, this 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 uh, eastern east coast that I know or whatever the case may be. I ain't make it to the West yet. I know some of you did. I just have it right. But I run into good people like that to try to bring or not try, but to encourage me and help me keep going, even if they don't know that they encourage me. Sometimes you can just see somebody on uh, social media or something like that. And those people can uh, inspire you to go on to the next level or even to be the best best you you can be that day. It doesn't have to be perfect. No one said life is perfect. No one is perfect doesn't have to be perfect, but it inspire you to be a better version of yourself each and every day, even though we hit hurdles. Anyway, first love yourself, man. We get into it. We had a comment. So I sent out a video, man. I sent out the video. Yeah, the um, Michael Beasley joint. Huh? I'm sorry, I missed Michael that. Michael Beasley. Yeah, Michael, Michael Beasley. Beasley. Um, mm -hmm. And and um, I know a lot of people, it's been out there, man. It's been going viral. People been hitting it, you know, but um, like from a sincerity perspective like from from my own personal journey and when i sent it out to these brothers it was a it was it was a few it was it was a few that that responded to this joint um he was just being so honest and so raw in that joint that joint hit me in so many different levels on so many different levels in so many different ways all at the same time like i was in my emotional bag 
And anybody that really know me personally, they, they don't they know that I don't hold back when it comes to like how I feel. You know, if if I feel like, yo, man, you hurt me, I'm gonna tell you, you hurt me. I don't gotta be disrespectful to tell you, but I'm gonna tell you you hurt me in this way and or this emotion, this triggered this, or whatever whatever the case may be. So I wanna know, like, really, like digging into it, that first part where he was like, or not really the first part, but one of the one of the parts that caught me was when he was like, yo, I don't have no one, right? There's no body to reach out to. There's like, and I'm ready, I'm this close to ready, I'm, I'm ready to give up. Like, I don't go outside. And they was like, yo, what you mean, man? You way too young to be trapped in a crib. Like, what was wrong? What's going on? And but I'm not, I'm gonna, that's where I'm gonna leave it. Rap, what's up? Talk about that part, man. Like, yeah, so so I wanted to, before I commented uh, for clarity purposes, uh, I wanted to say that um, I'm not only a poet, but I'm also a revolutionary. Um, and I am an organizer, um, uh, both with the Liberation School, which is called the Maroon Liberation School, shout out to them, uh, and also with the campaign uh, that is for Kamal Siddiqui, which is um, a political prisoner. Um, so it's an international coalition to free him. Um, and looking at it from, right, not only um, a poet's uh, lens, right, mm -hmm. but from these different uh, perspectives, um, and more so on the human level, right? Um, yeah, man, the, the convo, um, really struck me because being someone who is kind of like a nomad um, and being someone who's in a state where all I have is my children, um, I have no family, like no blood family in this state, um, it, it really speaks volumes because a lot of us um, men, right, um, we, we kind of suffer in silence. You know, because it's like um, the same uh, the the same gender um, normative um, institutional uh, beliefs, right? Gender roles that are placed on on women and are placed on us um, that destroy the relationship between male and 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 and, and female, kind of. Um, make us suffer in silence because we internalize a lot of it uh, because society tells us you're supposed like man up you're supposed mm. to be strong you're supposed to do this you're supposed to you know um, I like something that I really really like that they said um, one of the the people and, and I don't know the panel um, I mean I know I know uh, Beasley but the other individuals I don't know um but one of them said, black women and men are asked to carry everyone on their back. And we're not made, you know, we're not made to carry everyone. Um, and, mm. and it's true. Yo, and, and that's the thing. Like, no one ever spoke to that. Like, growing up, I'm saying in my life, nobody ever said, like, yo, this is, this is too much. Like, you, you don't have to carry it. This is too much. Right. 
as a man, no one, like, first of all, let me, let me just give you a backdrop, right? For me, I'm, it's good that we get to have these conversations because we get to express our uh, personal experiences. For me, yeah. the men that I had, and I'm not going to say I didn't have good men in my, in my life. My, you know, my grandfather would stand up, right? But he didn't know how to articulate, you know, a man's responsibility or a man's role. Like, he just did. He was, he was a doer, right? He went out, he made his money, he came back, he gave it to my grandmother. She made sure everything was tight, right? So he couldn't tell me, like, I had no one to tell me, like, yo, bro, relax, man. Let somebody else carry that portion of this responsibility. You carry this and, like, no one, sh no one so we, we grow up thinking that, yo, and we get these 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 dudes that don't really know, they 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 learning as they go along and they teaching you pieces of what they learned and you know and, and they tell and, and you out there and you trying to put everything on your plate like a man's supposed to be yeah. able to suck it up don't cry hold it together get it together do it make it happen what like yeah. bro i mean yeah none of us none of us could do it alone nah. and that's the thing like you know um we're not taught that you know what I mean? Like I, I, and to speak a little bit about my experience, you know, I started having kids when I was 20 and I started having kids, not having a father, like not knowing, first of all, what a father was, what a father does, <clears throat> um, barely being a son. Right. So it's like what I brought like on was, okay, so let me, let me do the opposite of what my father did. And that was kind of like my, my guiding, like my, my compass to figuring it out. And even so, I committed a lot of mistakes, you know, things that I'm judged for now, yeah. you know, yeah. as, a, as a father. Yeah. Because one thing about parenting, um, once you get to a certain level, and this my mother told me, um, the child will um, judge their parent, you know? And, and, and as men, one thing I could say, I was there, I'm still there. Um, being present is, is important. Um, but, you know, going back to the conversation, mm -hmm. um, you know, finding it hard uh, to search for people to build adult relationships yeah. right uh is one thing that that Beasley said um and the the like the thing that he said that had the most takeaway for me was at the end he was like everybody needs help and everybody walking around here like they got it all figured out you know what i'm saying and that's the thing like part of building those adult relationships is finding not only like-minded people, but people that are um, honest enough to be like, yo, listen, I don't got this shit figured out. You know what I mean? Like, and because of all, like the hurt, the trauma that a lot of us carry, we we create borders and you know what I'm saying? We, we, um, we kind of distance, distance ourselves, you know what I mean? Um, so not leaving the house kind of like I go through it during 
uh, winter time, you know? Winter you know, time? Like, Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's, you know, can we pause really right there? Because somebody <laughs> said something to me recently, and I want to see, and, and I never thought about it. So when you saying this, by you saying this, explain. Why, why, winter, why is, what's the significance in the winter, in the winter versus the summer? So for me, being that I am from the Caribbean, mm -hmm. first of all, uh, I'm from an island called Puerto Rico, um, better known to us as Borinquen. Mm -hmm. um, and we, you know, tropical weather folk, you know <laughs> what I mean? So it's like, when when and and I guess for me to be honest, it's like because I have no family, because I have like, um, I mean, I, so the thing about it is for me, and I mentioned nomad because the family that I have found, the tribe that mm -hmm. I have found, is not close to me, so therefore I must travel to see them um, in Brooklyn. In, in New York, right, in other parts. So the commute has become to me like a part of me, right? A part of um, of who I am, kind of. Mm. Um, and during the wintertime, things kind of slow down and you feel like, yo, I'm gonna just chill, just do me. Mm. And, um, it's just like this nostalgia also because, you know, the so-called holidays come through and everyone's like spending time with family. And, you know what I mean? Like, it's one, it's one of those things, you know? All right. All right. That's dope. So, yo, um, the, the part where, you know, um, if you go back to the, the like, Give me, you go back to like the first thing we were talking about, right? The first thing we were talking about, uh, where he felt like, you know, he, he, uh, wanted to like kind of isolate himself, right? And, and, and not go out and he didn't have nobody to connect to. I, I mean, I don't know about you, but I've been in that situation before. Right. And, and we, I never spoke about it. You know, I kind of acted out. I kind of, I kind of in, in front of people, I, I pretended like, you know, and it's, it's crazy because he spoke about that part too, about, I could throw my hat to the back and pretend that everything's okay, but that's not me. And he, he's in a place where I wasn't at that particular time. You know what I mean? When I was younger, you know, I, the, I, you know, you live you live by the, the role models that you have, man. The people that you had around you, street dudes or whatever, whatever, they 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 made it seem like everything was okay. So you came out there and you put on and and no one, no one, and this was this was the problem with me growing up. No one had an ear to actually listen to how I was really feeling. Like really, if I went into a deep emotional bag, they had no ear for that. Because they didn't know, they didn't address theirs, right? Just go back to that first love yourself thing. They they never addressed their own stuff. So for me yeah. to drop my stuff on them, they had no answer for that. That was something that no. um, that was something that they just simply wasn't ready to deal with, right? So, um, so I held it in for many for many many years, 
and I secretly went into went into you know I'm not really a poet man I just talk a lot right you know yeah yeah I just talk a lot but no, you are you but I wrote <laughs> stop playing but I wrote this I wrote this thing called um confessions right and in that in that piece or whatever the, in that writing that I put together <laughs> I almost said piece that that would have made me a poet but right in that writing that I put together right and it talked about like when the lights go down and it gets dark, I face the wall. I lay down and I face the wall and that's when I cry, right? Because the reality, and, and, and just think about being in a dark room with your back towards everyone else still, even in the dark, you still got to hide even in the dark, bro, to cry, to let the things out that you need to let out. Because if you did it in the, no one would be there to listen. No one would be there to understand, right? And unfortunately, we fall into these situations where people, I, I don't know, they can't understand. They're not equipped to deal with it. They don't have the skills, whatever the case may be, yeah, because so they run from you when you start. It's valid. It's valid. And, you know, I think that I've been there. Um, and the, the whole thing about it is that we are not taught to process none of that. We are not taught to love or even how to how to how to love ourselves as as men, you know. Yo, shout out to Bell Hooks. Word. When I tell you I started reading um The Will to Change, and that book is is really eye-opening. Uh the little that I that I have read. Um because she points out that you know mother motherly love is something so accessible mm. right because a lot of us you know mom basically holds it down right like for me uh my mother shout out to millie shout um, out millie millie you know she she raised us and she did a hella good job but you know uh fatherly love is so scarce that you know um a lot of women even um they crave for that you know secretly right so um what what is expected of us is to kind of have that side and be able to know when to affect that love but the thing is we don't have those mechanisms place because we were never like I like I mentioned I never had a father to to I mean I have a father you know shout out to Orlando <laughs> but he was never there to teach me these things right to show me how to go about you know expressing my emotions expressing my love to a woman you know all of this I've kind of had to piece together so going back to what you were saying though just imagine you know you and your your small circle mm. and how you feel you know imagine being a celebrity and having you know this spotlight on you right and and then having those same emotions and those same feelings yo tupac said it best like america eats his babies Ooh. You know what I mean? So he mentioned 
Beasley mentioned, you know, what happened with Iverson, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And how he was like the the kind of like the um the laughing stock, mm-hmm. you know, like he was until they found serious. out what until they found yeah. out it wasn't true. <laughs> and they still no. never apologize. You see what I'm saying? Right. Not saying that 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 a clean anything up. I learned this. Someone told me, and I, not to cut you off. I want you to get back to that thought. No, yeah, no. I, I, but um, f- first of all, let me say this. Let me say this. Shout out to D True Poetry. She gave you a, a crazy shout out. Um, yeah. Thank you for watching too, D. Appreciate that. So listen. Um, yeah. Shout out to her. Yeah. So so um. <laughs> that that took my thought too. Yeah, that took my thought. But it's okay. I'm getting old, bro. I'm getting old. So, um, what was the last statement you made, man? Just just bring it back. This this is the human side of me. So you guys gotta deal with that part of me too, man. What was the last America, statement? That you, America the, eats his babies. America bro. eats his babies, man. Bro, um, Growing up in this society, man, growing up in this society, and I'm not I'm not pointing a finger or blaming no one. I'm not going to get into that bag because we can get into that. We can get we can really right. get into that and we could go into that and be stuck there for forever, punching wet bags, <laughs> whatever. But um, when you really dig down, when you, when you really look at the and I'm just going to hit this and then and, and then try to shoot out, try to you heard that. Bro, the situations that we the situations that we find ourselves in is for us to kind of um destroy each other from the inside or destroy ourselves from the inside. There's really no there's really no um there's no conversation piece. There's no uh there's nothing being had to teach young people or young adults or full grown adults how to actually deal with the emotional baggage that they had to deal with or the traumas that we had to go through, especially as right. men, bro. Like, yeah. I mean, we can speak on a general level of everybody, but because it's two men here, like, like, you know, as men, we really have to dig in and figure out like, how to deal with the trauma of being just simply being a minority fig male growing up in right. the community. So, so like it was designed for us to kind of like destroy ourselves with the lack of right. information. Just to, just lack that alone, and that's simple. That's just the that's just the surface. It gets deep. Lack of knowledge. Yeah. Because if you think about it, so we live, we live in a system and it's a hierarchical, meaning there's a hierarchy. So there's a system on top of a system on top of a system. And you, if you look at a heteronormative patriarchy, mm. is something that what it means is uh, the normalization of a white male being in power, mm. right? So if you look at, like in any uh, institution, like for instance, I work for a public school system. Mm. Um, and when I am at work, you know, I'm aware 
that regardless of my educational uh, background, um, a white man's perspective is always going to be kind of looked at above mine, mm. you know, regardless of my experience, you know, um, and, and the thing with that is these systems that are in place is what really are the root of it. Right. So when people, when people, uh, kind of go out and mobilize, it's, it's more reactionary as opposed to, uh, or like organizing around root and key issues that affect all of us, which is, you know, some of the work that I've been, um, kind of privy and, uh, and tackling these, these past, um, years, because I've realized that all of this comes from, from somewhere, you know, and, and it's, um, it's really up to us to really see, okay, what is it that um, that I've been given and how to unpack it, you know, and, and the tools, like really being honest and saying, okay, what tools am I missing? You know, and, mm. and part of it is reaching out and being vulnerable, which is kind of like a taboo uh, for men, but it's really a strength. You know, uh, being honest, being open, being vulnerable, um, reaching out. Sometimes it's hard. Yeah, you know, because um, pride, man. Word. The ego. The ego, and and Mel's deal with it the the hardest. That ego thing is crazy. So like, yeah. yo, you, you you, I don't know how many times, or how long it took you, or how many times you actually express not having the father physically present right in your life man but that's a vulnerability that most people don't even talk about like they don't mention if it if 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 a, if the father is absent they act they either don't talk about him at all right yeah. or or when he come around they give him super praise and then when they leave you know what i'm saying like yeah for me i'm 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 not in, I don't know, I don't know if we in the same boat or not, but I actually never, I never laid eyes as a, as a, as a young child that can recognize and remember. Um, I never laid eyes on my father. Like I never laid mm -hmm. eyes on him as a, as a child or as an, or as an adult. And the first time I really like started digging in who he was and about him was after he was dead. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. so, so, so like, and, 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 and I, I wasn't bitter. I wasn't bitter about it. Like I wasn't on the surface. I wasn't bitter about it. I, I, I don't even think on the surface, I even thought about it. You know what I'm saying? On the surface, but there's things that happen internally that you don't even know that's going on and causes you to lash out in different ways. And, and you think that it's happening because of this and it could be because of that. Right. So I don't I, I and I, I I'm not that deep into therapy yet. I'm, I'm you know yeah. Somebody got a show. Shout out! I can't remember who. I can't remember the names. I got so many names in my head. But they got a show called All Black Men Need Therapy, man. And yo, okay, yeah, yeah, That's it's, dope. It's, it's pretty dope, right? So, mm. um, yeah. So so like I'm 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 in therapy, 
you know, and I'm not ashamed to say that. I'm in therapy. I'm in family therapy. You know what I'm saying? With my family, my mother, my sister, like we did. Oh, like, that's awesome. Yeah, we did. So, so, um, and I didn't realize that my sister was going, you know, I can't talk too much about stuff because that's her business and this is my business. But yeah. my, my personal business, I was going through, I, I, you know, like I never, I never had my dad. So I didn't have that, that direct contact. Like I had my grandfather and yeah, he was a great father figure and, and I learned mm -hmm. a lot from him. You know what I'm saying? And I sh I'm sure he loved me as if I was his own son, right? But I wasn't, right? And and right. for 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 a young man, like it's nothing like being up under your own. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's nothing like learning from your own. And I watch my friends, and it, and 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 now thinking about it now, man. Shout out to my best friend too, man. Right? Um. Um. Thinking about it now, I watched him have a father figure in his everyday life. When he went home, his, it was a dad there that took care of bills and handled his business. You know what I'm saying? And I went home and I had my grandfather. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I had, I had somebody. I can't say because I had friends that had nobody. I had friends that had no mother or father. You know what I'm saying? And then now to get back to our, our, our subject, those people, right, those friends of mine, or even myself, who do we run to? Who do we run to when the world is coming at us at a hundred, hundred and fifty miles per hour, man? And they just running, 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 and it's coming at us and it's pulling us in different directions. And we need somebody to kind of like really have our best interests at heart. Like he said, he had nobody to trust, bro. Nope. I don't know if people really think about the significance of like out of out of every. Out of your circle, everyone in your circle, it, just make it personal. Whoever is, just think in your mind, how many people do you have in your immediate circle? How many of those people can you trust? For real. If you got, if you that's got, if, if you got a few, then that's great, man. I commend mm. you. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's something to think yeah, about. Yeah, that's like, deep. Yeah. Because, you know. Um, like for me, what's helped me out is having, um, or finding, uh, mentors, you know, people that, um, in, in many instances are more intelligent than myself, mm. people that I kind of can look up to, um, that are, you know, or that I consider exceptional um fathers or um you know exceptional exceptional artists um and people that i could kind of pick their brain and be like you know i notice you know you do this um but for for me in my my experience you know i um i kind of uh, got a chance to be with my father um at a at a young age in passing um and because you know there was some beef uh between his his well to be clear i, I i'm a bastard child because mm. uh, i was kind of born my father was already married with three kids and i was born like out of 
out of you know out of that and um so there was a a, a conflict the ongoing conflict between um you know his internal household and my mom and and, and me so um you know we actually moved um and uh he always knew where i was but you know it wasn't um we never had a relationship so when i got older and i had kids and uh a lot of these questions came up you know i had um the privilege to be able to and, and it kind of my heart spoke to me and it said you know um i need to know you know what i mean because um i'm gonna face my kids one day and, and I'm going to face my sons one day and they're going to ask me like, you know, where's your dad? What happened? Mm. And I want to be able to say like, yo, I did everything in my power to, to have a relationship, right. To reach out. And, and, um, so I, I did, you know, every time I would go to Puerto Rico, um, I would reach out, let him know I was there. We were kind of able to, you know, one thing about old school uh, Caribbean, old school Boricuas, Puerto Ricans, man, like they said in their ways. So it's like, <laughs> you know, I would give him my number, you know, he'd be like, oh, you know, next time I will come, which was like, you know, in the span of a couple of years, oh, you know, I, I lost your number, I cut it, you know, whatever the excuse was. <laughs> How did how did that how did that how did that make you feel? I'm 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 assuming. Well, no, you you made it clear that you had so the, children by that time, but yeah. So the first time when I went, I just let it all out because it was something that I was carrying around, um, and I just I just let it out. I say, you know, you know, I went through this. I went through that. You wasn't there. You know, you know, I had to look for fathering other men. Like I, I just let him have it, and um, it was a, it was a relief. It was like, you know, I was carrying around all this stuff, and you know, he, um, at that point in that moment, he, he cried, burst into tears, which kind of allowed me to see his human side as well, which is something I needed because we kind of developed these um, kind of like distorted images of who a person is by their actions. Um, and from that point, you know, I was able to, and he was able to kind of show emotion and, you know, kind Recording of develop, in progress. develop that, that um, father-son bond, which is something um, that, that is so necessary um, as a father, you know, viewing it, viewing, you know, what I have with my sons. Um, so, yeah. Yo, generational trauma is real, bro. It's real. That joint is real. It's and, really um, real. It's something you had said, it's something you had said earlier on. I wrote it, I wrote, I made a little note on the side sidebar because I wanted to get back to it. But I, I like the way we were just flowing. It was just organic. And that's one of the things I want to kind of like maintain on this show. Just like 
if we could just flow organically and not like be so mm -hmm. tight and bound to this structure. I mean, like it's nothing yeah. wrong with structure, but just so tight and bound to a structure, it it, it, it kind of loses. For me, it kind of loses something, right? Yeah. So, um, you talked about like you know your father being an example, or you know of what you what you was not gonna do. Your your, your purpose, your goal, and your vision was. I am not going to do this because I don't know what it felt like. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, for me, like it's the same thing. And I just want to, I just want to point this out that we share, um, a common, a common theme in this, right? Because like I told you, my father wasn't around, so I, I don't know what he even looks like. Right. So, mm -hmm. and I put this, that, and then it goes back. Is this going to tie into what he says about, um, the unnecessary, the wearing, wearing the burden that, that doesn't even belong to you. Right. I right. put, I put so much on my back. Right. Because he wasn't the man that I needed. Mm -hmm. I mean, he wasn't the man that I needed. I needed a different kind of man. Right. So I said to myself, like, I'm never going to have a child. Right. And, and this was early, early, like, you know, when we start first getting out there, man. But it was conscious, though. Like, I am not going to have a baby or bring a child into this world that I'm not going to be. And this was unrealistic, though, because life happens. I'm not going to be with the mom. I'm going to be, we going to be a family. And I, yo, and I and I fought for that, and I kept, you know, it was, it's hard not to have, when you active, right? Let's, let's, be, let's be real. When you active... It's hard to be conscious to not have any children until you're ready to be that kind of guy. Yeah. That's that's a hard thing to do. I yeah. made it to I made it to a late age in my life before I had my first child, right? Because because of those things. And the thing was, here's here's the unfair thing that you do to everyone else around you, right? Um, especially your partner if they're not in that same headspace. Right. And we don't ask. We weren't told we weren't we weren't told or um, how to uh, ask the right questions either. Like, you know what right. I'm saying? Because we don't right. know how you going to ask the right questions. How you going to ask somebody if they have what you want, if you don't even know what you want? This is that first right. love yourself thing. Right. So. Mm -hmm. So I went in. I went into this thing and I'm like, yo, I'm ready to settle. I'm ready to settle down. I don't want to sleep around. I want I need a I need a wife. I need my child to be in the house. I need, boom. And I had a baby. And then I'm like, yo, let's lock it in. And she was like, hey, hold up. Who said I even want to go that far like this? You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, no, what you mean? Yo, we committed now. This is this is my vision for what I I always, this is, I always said, well, I never said that. So we we ended up on two different sides of the church. Now we co-parenting and but mm -hmm. I still refuse to be my father's image, right? Right. You know, I can't help if I got the physical characteristics of him. I can't help that. But when I'm, what I mean by image, I refuse to be that same dude that's invisible. You know, yeah. I don't care if she lives in another state, bro. Right now, mm -hmm. planes are planes are kind of cheap. I can get there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can get there, and um, I want to have a, a, a conversation. So I got her a phone. So we can stay in touch and, you know, so you do the best you can. So um, we share that because I refuse to be him. 
I refuse to be him and not taking nothing away from him because I don't know this. And this is this is some grown man stuff I had to come to realize. I don't know the dynamic. I don't know what was actually happened between what was happening between my mother and him. I don't know if my mother was the bad one that forced right. him. You know what I'm saying? And I never dove into, I mean, we in therapy now, so this is my opportunity. Go get him, Ty. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, I, you know, I, I don't know what happened, so I don't hold him fully. I hold him responsible because it's, it's his bag. It is his. He got to own that. And But I don't know. Um, I don't know exactly, um, you know, how much to put yeah. on him and how much to put on her. But I do have this thing. We had spoke about this, 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 we spoke on this topic before with, uh, uh, um, of my colleagues and it was and and I'm just going to take the title and then put it with this. Um, everyone knows healing, healing, right? Healing is not free. Healing right. has a price. Sometime, sometime, you know, this is my fly talk moment. Uh, just give me one second, Rebel. I'm gonna give it to the people. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but but um, you know, healing has a price. Um, sometimes it may cause you you really to go into yourself and really hold yourself accountable. Sometimes it's about holding the people that you have in your life accountable, and then sometimes it costs you to get rid of the people that you love the most because they don't love you equally, right? Or you know what I'm saying? And you have to like remove them from your life. So it does have a price and, you know, we have to be willing to pay the price to um, actually experience our healing, you know. So, you know, and I'm learning, learning some things in therapy, man. I'm about to be a full grown man after this joint. This is going to be different. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we, we running out of time, man. I, I, you know, and I, I'm sure on your end, we haven't even touched the full full surface of this thing man we haven't even scratched yeah. the surface of this thing you know um shout out to jazz jasmine outlaw man she shot us out she said um transparency with men is a rare thing it is yeah. very much needed so you know people are really out here um appreciating the conversations that we having as men you know so i would love to bring you back in the future, man, Absolutely. maybe we can have, yeah. we can continue this conversation and or move on to the next. But this gave us a lot to think about, gave our audience a lot to think about. Um, I also want to, uh, you know, I'm going to let you do your shout outs, your plugs. You can plug anything that you, you got going on. I know you got something coming up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, so a uh, last thing I wanted to say about um, the Michael Beasley video, one of the, um, one of the, the panelists said uh, that it takes a village um, and it really does take a village uh, because I'll tell you this right now, uh, I was a single parent and I could not have done it without the help of, of many people, you know, um, men uh, as well as women that um, I had the privilege to have in my life. Um, and um, yeah, so part of this conversation, mm -hmm. something that ties in is um, something that um, I'll be, uh, we'll be covering in, in our next season uh, for the Maroon Liberation School, which um, actually starts today at five. Uh, so if y'all down to uh, kind of continue 
Uh, we'll be talking about revolutionary matriarchy, uh, which is a way to uh, to battle and uh, a, a way to dismantle the heteropatriarchy, um, heteronormative patriarchy that I spoke about earlier. Um, I also, um, I'm, I'm, I got some albums, some EPs in the works, uh, instrumental one and, and a full music one, uh, working on a book, um, working on, uh, so I belong to a collective of writers called the Deep Poets. We're gonna be uh, launching um, uh, an open mic in the New York. Uh, so yeah, looking forward to that. And um, yeah, just know that, you know, you can reach me, uh, Rebel Poet NYC, um, in any social media platform, forums. I'm always down for the convo. And yeah, man, I appreciate you, man. Much love to you and success in, in, in um, your endeavors this year. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I appreciate you, man. Everybody give it up for Rebel Poet. Yeah, let's go. Um, this is Fly Tie Fly Talk, man. You know, um, I'm just gonna say this real quick, man. Yo, I'm I'm trying to break out and be this fashion, this diva, devo guy kind of guy. So, yo, they got this thing coming up in on January 21st, January 21st at the Post Mall. You know, for the models, man, it's gonna be a full fetch flashing show. It's the room, baby. Go out and see it, man. This is Fly Tie at Fly Talk. We appreciate you. We love you, man. First, love yourself before you can do anything else, all right? Remember that. One.